Hello, and welcome to Princess in the Podcast. I'm your host, Hannah Sawyers, and I'm ready to talk Disney movies past and present. Once upon a time, Hannah and Nathan sat down to talk about Cars 2. Welcome back. I'm so glad you're here. Your question, so that the guests can get to know you better, is if you could be any car, what would you be and why? Any car from the movie or any car in real life? Whatever you would like. Man, that's a tough question because there's so many cars. Right. I don't know. Then just narrow it. Do Do cars. From the movie, I mean, it'd probably yeah. be Lightning McQueen because he's a race car, and he's my favorite type of race car. But really, I I like Corvettes a lot, um, and not just from this movie, but in general, I like Corvettes. So those probably a Corvette would be nice, you know, something like that. Not the new one, but an older one. So like a classic. Mm-hmm. Gosh, you gosh. Yeah. Okay, so obviously, normally I say, "Tell me what your movie is and why you picked it," but. You are my solid person in that you pick groups of movies so that then you don't have to think about it for a while. (laughs) So you did Cars last Mm -hmm. time, so we're doing Cars 2 today. Um, So why don't you go ahead and give us an overview of the movie, kind of like a beginning middle. Okay. Basically, um, starts out with, you know, there's a – this you know, oil refinery and stuff like that. And there's this guy that comes along that's trying to create this new type of fuel so that, you know, they can save the planet, um, eco stuff, you know. And anyway, he creates this race with the World Grand Prix and they are going to race using this fuel to show how good it is and how well it works. And there's also these secret spies that are on these oil rigs that are taking pictures of things because there's some, you know, some sort of, uh, I don't know, evil plot that's going on behind all that. And they uh, wind up going to Tokyo and Mater and uh, a couple of the guys from uh, Radiator Springs go with uh, Lightning McQueen to the race. And uh, he winds up losing the race because somehow Mater gets hooked up with these spies because he goes to the bathroom and the American spy puts the tracker on the bottom of um, Mater while he's in there. Um, and so he starts talking to these spies through the headset, and it kind of throws Lightning McQueen off. He loses, and he gets mad at Mater, and then Mater leaves. Um, and then he really is hooked up with the spies, and they're you know, working to try to figure out who the, who the bad guy is behind the evil plot to destroy the cars by using this electromagnetic it gets super scientific like (laughs) way over small children's heads i realized um this electromagnetic beam that they shoot out of this television looking camera and it'll blow up the car or just destroy the engine and so uh they go to italy after that and the same things are kind of happening with them blowing up cars and then it comes down to the fact that um they find out it's these group of lemons is what they call them, which are the cars that nobody really likes anymore. They're old and don't really run well. And so um, they uh, are going to – They basically at the end of the Italy race, everybody's like, cool, we're not using this new fuel anymore because it's causing these cars to get destroyed. Um, and then after that, they're going to London. But Lightning McQueen says that he's going to use this new fuel – because his friend told him to use it, uh, the hippie van told him to use it, mm-hmm. and they, uh, you know, he doesn't want to um, be mean to his friends anymore, like he was to Mater, because he realized he was mean to him, and 
wasn't being a good friend, and so he says he's still going to use it. Well, they get to London, and these Lemon cars say that they're going to kill Lightning McQueen now because he decides he wants to use this, and their plot is to make everybody use fossil fuels still. And after the London race and after Mater kind of saves the day by hooking Lightning McQueen underneath and flying off with him in in a jetpack while Lightning was trying to get away from him because Mater has a bomb on him. Like, this is super, like, I don't know, this is way more than I feel like (laughs) kids would ever be, you know, entertained by. But um, they, they wind up disarming the bomb and they find out that it was the guy who was in in charge of the the alternative fuel that he was trying to basically make it to where people hated it and they had to use fossil fuels again. Um, So uh, they, you know, wind up figuring out that he created all this just so that he could make a lot of money um, because he was also a lemon. And um, anyway, yeah, so that's pretty much the whole movie. And then Mater gets to keep his jetpack at the end because the, the spies really like him and apparently has a super fancy car girlfriend now so who's also a spy but yeah yeah that's that's really good so one of the things i noticed when i was watching it at one point all the lemons are like together to watch the race and to see these cars kind of like fall apart Mm -hmm. right on the table there were like centerpieces made out of like pyramids of lemons did you notice that a lot of them yeah (laughs) and i was just like so in theory, like this is a group of men, like just based on most of the cars mm. were male voices yeah. anyway. And so I'm like, who was like, we need centerpieces because <laughs> like that is not. Well, I mean, like, they were in Italy. A so. group of guys getting together to watch a move like a race. Yeah. Like, I don't feel like you're like, oh, we need these nice centerpieces. Yeah, I mean, they were in Italy, so it's a little more fancy over there, but you never know. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. Apparently. Any other thoughts you have about the storyline? Um, I mean... Other than it being way too complex for these children. Well, like children. I said, it, it sounds like an actual action movie that, like, adults would go watch starring Tom Cruise or something like that, you know? But, yeah. I mean, it's it's built for kids because it's cartoon cars and they, you know, have this crazy plot going on. So, I mean, it, I, it was a lot better than I thought it would be as far as the sequel goes. But, you know, it's it's um, it definitely seemed like it was a lot more complex than what... I thought a kid's movie should be, but it was still good, though. Yeah. So let's talk about the characters. We've got Lightning McQueen, mm-hmm. Toe Mater, Sally, Finn McMissile, Holly Shiftwell, and then we've got the, you know, the pit crew that's made up of the people, or cars, yeah. they're not people, from Radiator <laughs> yeah. Springs. Who are your favorites and why? Um, I mean, I had, all the originals are obviously good. Um, Finn McMissile's cool, uh, voiced by Michael Caine. Because he reminds me of that old Austin DB5, Austin Martin DB5 from, you know, the James Bond movies. Um, And then also there's, you know, in the first movie they had Dale Earnhardt Jr. was in there. um, Daryl Walter, but she's in this one also. And then they also added uh, Brent Mustangberger. um, And then David, uh, I can't remember his last name, but he's a a British F1 Formula One uh, car driver or former driver. And now he's a actual you know um announcer yeah kind of like daryl carchip but for f1 he was the real real thing anyway but also they had uh jeff corvette which is jeff gordon he was my favorite nascar driver till he you know retired um and then lewis hamilton he's like the number one f1 car driver of all time 
So it's I think it's cool how they I don't I don't know how they'll do it in the third movie, but it's cool how they continue to add these real life race car drivers or former race car drivers or even analysts, you know, into these movies and give them these different names. I thought it was funny that Lewis Hamilton, he was just Lewis Hamilton. Like he didn't he didn't have a it wasn't <laughs> he didn't get a car yeah, it name. wasn't Jeff Corvette or Daryl Car trip. It was <laughs> Lewis Hamilton. <laughs> that's that's pretty funny. So they they couldn't come up with a pun yeah. without. I also one. like the like big, they just uh, couldn't. you know, in, when they went cow tipping in the first movie, they were tractors, but this one was like a huge dump truck, the Colossus Double <laughs> yeah. XL or whatever. So that that yeah. one was pretty cool. Yeah, my favorite is definitely Holly Shiftwell. Like, I don't know, it's she entertains me mostly because she's so clueless. Mm-hmm. Even though she, like, knows everything else, like, he's telling her multiple times, like, I am just a tow truck. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, you're just a tow truck. And, like, they never think to, like, maybe the other spy, like, gave him the tracker. Like, why did that never cross anyone's mind? I guess because they had never met She just grabbed it off of him and just assumed he knew it was there. Like, he even responded when she took it off, like, ow, like, what are you doing? And so... I don't know the for as much intelligence as you would assume that these spies have. I was just really surprised by how long it took them to figure out he was not actually a spy. Yeah, until he yelled at him inside of Big Bentley. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. that was another thing. Why did they call it Big Bentley? But it wasn't a car shape. That's what clock. I was wondering too. It it didn't look like a car because I expected when he said that I was like, oh, they must be inside Big Ben, but it's not gonna be big ben and he said big bentley and then when they went to the outside it's like that doesn't look that looks exactly the same like the real thing like it doesn't look like a car at all yeah that was kind of odd i mean because they still had the the mountain shaped cars you know in italy and stuff so i don't know yeah i guess they couldn't I, i bet there was probably something with like you know royalties or something like no you can't make big ben look like a car like you have to keep it the same but you can make the queen a car I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, that is another fun thing. Like they have the the queen mm-hmm. as a car and I'm assuming it's Prince William who's by her because at one point he like looks at his grandma and he said he says, Grandma, don't you think we should leave? Yeah. Which is funny because they don't call her grandma. They always call her granny. Yeah. Like if you listen to them talk about him about her, they don't call her grandma. They use it it might not be granny but they use another name and so it was just interesting that like they went ahead and like interjected more than one royal there i thought it was cool i thought that was cool too and they had the they had the buckingham palace uh like guards Mm -hmm. at the end of the movie like that was fun with the giant maters trying to mess with them so yeah don't you feel bad for those people i feel like like their job has to be stupid annoying oh yeah i'm sure Surely you don't have to do that like that's your only job. Surely that's like a you have to do that once a year. Yeah. I don't know. It's probably like the the guards at the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier, you know, so they they do that job but they also do other stuff too. So Yeah. Yeah. So there's a side conversation on Buckingham Palace. <laughs> uh <laughs> So, talking about this movie, I feel like Mater didn't have as many one-liners as he does in Cars 1. Yeah. But what are some of your favorite quotes? 
I mean, the only one that I really remember was at it was at the end whenever he's getting knighted, and he says he's talking to the Queen, Lightning and McMissile, and he says Queen meet Mc. <laughs> Queen, meet McQueen, McQueen, Queen, Queen, McQueen, McMissile, McMissile, Queen, McQueen. It's like, it's so crazy <laughs> how he says all that so fast. But it's it's just funny because he's introducing everybody and their names are all very similar to each very other. Very similar, so yeah. That, that part that part cracks me up. So, but yeah. Yeah. Like, like you said, other than that, he didn't really have many, you know, one-liners like he did in the first movie. Yeah, the only thing I can think of as far as quotes is, and it's more of a scene, but Mater is disappointed because he's not getting to hang out with McQueen, even though he just hung out with him all day, right? And he comes up to McQueen and Sally's table and is like, I'm your waiter. And McQueen or Sally's like, you work here? And he's like, yeah, it's not like I snuck in here and pretended to be your waiter that would be crazy and McQueen was like oh yeah you're right that would definitely be insane Mm -hmm. and like (laughs) that's when you realize no that is what Mater did like he was once again being brutally honest Mm -hmm. and no one's like (laughs) taking his face value on it. This is foreshadowing for the rest of the movie. Apparently we just missed it or I missed it. It was funny did you notice his bow tie license plate on the front? Yes I did. That was pretty awesome. Yeah that was (laughs) That was that was, awesome. that was a nice touch. Mm-hmm. Like, did the restaurant have that, or did he like know he was going to do this, and so he did that? Yeah. I don't know. I have questions. Well, and it wasn't perfect either. It was kind of rusty and stuff nope. too. So it, it's like, yeah, he's probably had that for a while. <laughs> That's his formal attire is a is a as <laughs> a bow tie license plate. It's it's his wedding. That's what he wears to weddings. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I know we're going to talk about Cars three later on. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen Cars 3? No. Okay. No. So you hadn't seen Cars 2 either. So this is going to be fun. Yeah. that I haven't seen either one of them. So, What did you feel about like this movie as far as it being a sequel in terms of like, would you have continued the story a different way? Because we went a completely different direction. And mm-hmm. really, this movie was about Mater. This yes. movie was not about Lightning McQueen. Yeah. Um, would you have done it differently? Um, I don't, I think I, the only thing I would have liked to see more is a little bit more of the racing part. Um, cause you got that at the beginning, at the end of the last movie and he, you know, was taught how to race differently. Um, whenever he gets on dirt, you know, with, from Doc Hudson in that movie. Um, so there was kind of a racing aspect throughout the whole movie, but this one was more, it's a spy movie and there's a little bit of racing that goes on. Almost like Fast and Furious, those movies went from being about street racing to we're like, you know, international agents that sometimes drive fast cars. Like it's, you know, it's just, it, it kind of seemed like it went along that route where it's the same people, there's a little bit of racing, but it's mainly about a story of Mater being a spy. So, but it wasn't, it was, it was pretty good for what it was. It just was, you know, different, uh, different type of story than what it was in the first movie so yeah what was your favorite moment what stood out to you um i like the part when mater was changing into all of his disguises uh that was pretty funny he was like a taco truck and then he turned into a vampire because he he said he wanted to be a monster truck 
but then it turned him into a vampire. <laughs> um, so that was pretty funny. A funny thing about that vampire outfit mm-hmm. at Disney World and maybe at Disneyland at Halloween, he that's what he wears. Oh, that's like cool. that's how <laughs> they have him dressed up. Yeah. And uh, so it was funny because I didn't remember that from the movie. I just thought like they put a random costume on him. Mm-hmm. And so when I saw it, I was like, oh, that's from Booty You. And then I was like, oh, duh, it probably <laughs> was actually from the movie. It wasn't from Booty You, but that's okay. Yeah. The person in the costume was like, oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's fine. So um, my favorite moment, I actually have. Two, my first one is, like, when Lightning and Mater are reunited after them, like, being apart for so long and Lightning's won the the Piston Cup. They have this handshake, and there's dialogue happening while they're doing their handshake. And, like, they cut to other cars talking, mm-hmm. and they come back, and they're still, like, doing their <laughs> handshake with their tires. Yeah. And I, it just makes me think, like, as a teacher, like, some of our kids – have handshakes with their teachers and sometimes I watch them do it and it's like that. It's like super long and I'm like, how do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Like I don't have the bandwidth to do that. <laughs> um but I mean I get with cars like I mean it's ridiculous. But it was just so aggressively long. Mm-hmm. Um and then the other moment that I loved was the moment where they were paying tribute to Doc Hudson and they were in the museum. Mm-hmm. And you see that they've renamed the Piston Cup, yeah. the Hudson Hornet mm-hmm. Piston Cup. And it's just really sweet to see, like, I don't know, he he's recognized mm-hmm. and they acknowledge, like, he's passed away. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What <laughs> what do you say when cars die? Like, yeah. is it passed away? I don't know. Yeah. So that's just kind of, those are my two things that I really loved from this movie. Yeah. Yeah, that was... Uh... That was another thing that, you know, I guess that would be more of a final thought. But um, basically, you know, the guy that uh, Paul Newman that voiced uh, uh, Doc Hudson in the first movie passed away after it came out. Um, And so that was his last movie ever. But also um, the guy that played the fire truck that did the voice for him, um, he passed away between the two movies. And uh, I can't remember if it. I think there was one other one that passed away. But anyway, so Doc Hudson's not in the movie at all. They just talk about him, you know, how proud he would be. The fire truck is in the movie, but he never says or does any noises because he didn't really say anything. He basically just mm-hmm. cried in the first movie. But mm-hmm. he still was voiced by somebody, but they, he didn't say anything. And then the other guy was voiced by a different person. But he only had like a couple of lines. I don't remember which car it was, though. But but yeah, they, they basically had the you know, mention of all three of those characters in there, they just weren't voiced at all or by the same person. So, Well, and that's another thing that I find interesting. I mean, they could have easily just found someone else who sounded like, mm-hmm. you know, Paul Newman. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure there's impersonators out there who could have done it just oh, fine. Yeah. And so I think that's a really classy touch to not recast. And um, That's kind of how I feel also about T'Challa in, the, in Black Panther. Like, mm-hmm. You can't re- you can't recast him, which no. they've said they're not going to. But yeah. it's just, I think, it's a way to honor these people who mm-hmm. have, like, they dedicated a part of their life to that movie or movies. And mm-hmm. so, I just think it's it's really cool that they honor people in their movies when they pass away. Yeah. So. 
on that really exciting note, <laughs> I think we've covered everything. Is there anything else you want to say? I was going to say, um, I was just looking up facts about this movie. Um, John Ratzenberger, you know, he's in every Pixar movie and he plays Mac in the Cars franchise. Well, this was the least amount of lines he ever had in a movie up until Coco came out. Um, mm. Cause he only says two lines in the whole movie. And I think one is, I think they're both at the very end when he talks about him and uh, lightning and Mater being best friends. And I can't remember when the other one was, but he's basically saying that those two are made for each other, but he only had two lines and it was the least amount he ever had in the movie until Coco came out. So, and I'm guessing maybe he was just one of the relatives in Coco, and that's why he only had one line. Probably, yeah. Which I've never seen. Because, that movie, like, but... there's so many family characters in Coco mm-hmm. that, like, did you say you've never seen it? Mm-hmm. You should watch it. It's a really good one. Okay. I'll put that on my list. <laughs> you should. You should. It's a good one. It's a good, um, it's just a really fun one. I really like Coco. It's not, like, my favorite movie, but it's a good one. Okay. So. If you guys haven't seen Cars 2 or Coco, you should watch those two movies. (laughs) Yeah. Well, thanks so much for being on. I appreciate it. Uh, I I appreciate you letting me be on again. So I guess we'll look forward to Cars 3 now. It's perfect. Yeah. I'm so glad you joined us for this week's Princess in the Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Princess in the Podcast and on Twitter at Princess in Pod. Visit our website, princessinthepodcast.com. I hope you live happily ever after.